calling you via the Folsom Lake Honda hotline. Folsom Lake Honda, your one-stop Honda shop. Whitey and Watkins on Sacktown Sports. Ah, the fruits of victory, my friend. Sorry. I that guess thing has uh, had a lot of infectious diseases as it's been passed around from person to person. So uh, well, I'm okay not winning. Winning is contagious, today. my friend. That's, you know, that's as Aaron Rodgers would say, that's an uncombackable <laughs> sentence. You is that just what had he said? There. I didn't. It was yeah. something like that. Yeah, he's something that's super uncombackable. Like he realized when that we it's not a word. heard that, I didn't even, it's like, I don't know what he tried to yeah. say. <laughs> he definitely was. I understand what he was trying to say, but I'm now like, you, there's Now you not explain it. I, I, I understand. Yeah. Not sure I understand this. However... Uh, there was some concern this week when Brock Purdy's warm-up routine of several weeks, it changed on Monday. Mm. Uh, Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch, though, they explained everything yesterday. And, you know, when they explain things, it's like, oh, okay, now oh, we're I have good. so much clarity now. Every time they, they speak, it's always just in such long, drawn-out words. And it's like, oh, yeah, you can you can definitely get all the information you need from those two. Yeah, we know that Brock Purdy returned to practice after surgery on his UCL and they had the pitch count, which they're calling it the throw count. Uh, the staff stuck to that throw count for his ramp up to full participation. And then later he was given the no restrictions tag. Mm-hmm. So here we go. Apparently no restrictions doesn't mean no, no restrictions. restrictions. Um, because it was odd Monday following the preseason finale, Purdy was not throwing nearly as much during warmups as he had, according to NBC Sports Bay Area, throughout the training camp. And I think a lot of people notice that, like, huh, um, he's not throwing. Does he have a tired arm became one of the questions. Mm -hmm. First of all, I think if he did, it's not necessarily disastrous. I think a lot of quarterbacks, you know, we talk about pitchers all the time having sore arms. Quarterbacks get sore arms, and we just don't – it's like, well, okay, you're still going to have to throw. Ice it, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, like, that's – that's really something that illuminated me from the uh, the the quarterbacks documentary on Netflix. Is I mean, yeah, they, it was shown a lot. Of course, Kirk Cousins and his hurt ribs, but just uh, a big part of being a quarterback is just the recovery for next week. Like like you're saying, like we don't really ever think about the fact that these guys' arms get tired, they get sore, they get you know just minor bumps and bruises. And the problem is, you have to go out the next Sunday, like the, as a quarterback. Like you don't get the luxury of taking plays off or or missing a game or two. Like that could be your season if your quarterback doesn't play a game or two. Yeah, and if a pitcher has a sore arm, he can maybe throw pitches. Well, that slider really right. tweaks my elbow. I don't throw that as much. But a quarterback, obviously, and you can scheme a little differently. Sure. But if I got a guy open, twenty five yards downfield, gotta hit him. Yeah, yeah. you can't There's only just one way I can hit him. Yeah. Yeah. No matter what it's going to make my arm feel like. Uh, anyway, um, here's what Shanahan said yesterday about Purdy and his pitch count. That goes – and what do you think of this explanation? That goes back to our same numbers that we decided on like two months ago. I think I'm going to mess up the numbers, but it was like 700 throws a week or something. Uh, we plan on deloading this week and trying to cut that in half. So it'll be the same thing today before practice and tomorrow. Now, I think it was yesterday – Brock Purdy was really cut loose a little bit, so I, I think that allayed a lot of the concerns. But this, again, with the way things have been going with the 49ers, there are some reporters that saw this and wondered if they were getting um, the full story. Yeah, like, I mean, it, it yeah, it makes sense to, to wonder that because, 
again, like as the season is, is approaching, you would think that you would kind of want him ramping up. You would want him getting into game shape. And the fact that, you know, they're having him reduce the numbers, it's just like, if this is happening at the beginning of the season, like how are what are we supposed to expect from him in in week twelve and week thirteen? Like we're just at the start of this, and if he's already feeling fatigue or feeling some some wear in his elbow, it's definitely alarming. It's absolutely alarming. Suspicious. You can it's, it's exactly suspicious. So uh, yeah, you could you could uh, you should definitely you could understand why the media would have a lot Just, of concerns. Yeah, some questions. questions and, exactly. Yeah, it sounds like maybe there's nothing here, but you could understand why people were hmm, a little curious. Purdy has uh, his routine has been to go through throwing drills alongside his fellow quarterbacks, and he throws warm-ups to the wide receivers and tight ends, and on Monday, he did not do that. Mm. Uh, he threw a few passes to training staff. Later, he participated in practice after it was closed to the media. So mm. they've got plenty of time here. You know, if, if a guy's got a tired arm, if you ever, you play softball, you ever have a tired arm where it's like, it, it doesn't necessarily hurt, but you yeah. just, I, I can't get any zip on it. Sure. It's just, yeah. And maybe tired is not even the best term, but it's what we have for it. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's just like, I can throw it, but there's no zip on it. Yeah. So. Sometimes it just kind of aches a little, you know? Yeah. You, your, your elbow stings a little. Maybe you're, you're throwing it wrong. I don't know. But like, yeah, you, you, you definitely go through that, and it's it's kind of like you said, like it's just kind of one of those things that, you know, you, you got to just kind of play through, and you got to hope that that no one really notices, because like you said, I mean, if the twenty five yard throw is wide open down the middle of the field, like you got to get you got to get it there. Loop, I'll loop it in there because hey, my arm's tired, so I'm no. just gonna loop it in there with no, touch. No, it's like you got to get it yeah. there with the same velocity that you do every time. Uh, this story makes me wonder, like, do they have like a? Do you think they have like a counter? Like somebody's just. Great question. Taking off somebody, every single throw. Somebody's supposed to. Right. Yeah. yeah. Some hey, Gary, are assistant. you doing it? Oh, man. Yeah, yeah I got yeah. it. Oh, that's... How many is that, Gare? Uh, oh, 27. How many do you think? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I want to see if you can yeah, guess. I, just, I wanted to make sure you were paying attention. I don't know. Yeah, that's uh, it's, uh, it's just hearing any sort of pitch count on, on your quarterback. That's just there's, that's just not ideal. Like, that's it's, it's, it's. It's just crazy to me that the 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 Kyle Shanahan and the, he just doesn't see why this would be something that that people would, would well it's kind of funny find concern with uh, my guess here is that his arm was a little tired or sore that it happens to every quarterback but since it's Brock Purdy and they've got all the quarterback drama now right. and everything happened with the trade uh, and since he's coming off of surgery well we won't, don't want people to know that so all right well downplay it and then of course you just right. you run the the risk of making it look worse like whoa exactly they're hiding it what what's really wrong but I think I think everything's fine but again this is an example of how it looks like somehow the 49ers just don't they they get in their own way on explaining these things. Yeah, exactly. And you know, I I guess I understand why they would they would want to keep it quiet, but you're right in saying that, you know, by keeping things quiet or keeping things close to the vest, it just makes people more suspicious and have more concern because it makes them feel like you're intentionally hiding something like, you know, like there is something to be hidden, but if there isn't anything to be hidden, then that's why it's so like it's why are you why why won't you just give the information if there's nothing to hide well you know why in this case again who knows maybe there's nothing there but if it's like hey you know what brock has a tired arm today oh no well he just had surgery now what 
I mean, you could Sam Darnold's going to start week. What? What's going on? I think you could talk your way out. Like it's just, it's just using your words. Like you, you can say, like just elaborate on it. That's the thing is, if you, if you're just going to continue to give these short replies, like, like if they were to say, oh yeah, he's got a sore arm, but elaborate. Like say, but this is expected. This is a long, a long process, and you know we're not concerned about it at all. Brock is still. The guy, we don't have any, you know, long-term concerns about it. It's just, it is just how we're approaching this. Maybe we're being overly cautious. Just explain yourself. That's more what it is. Just don't say there are no restrictions if there are restrictions. Exactly. Because we're not total idiots. Exactly. No, not completely. (laughs) If you say no restrictions and then you say these are the restrictions, see, we're, even I can figure out, huh, well, those things. Something's not. Yeah, something's inconsistent. I don't want to say it's weird, but it's unusual. Exactly. It's unique. sure everything's fine. I don't know if things will be fine if Brock, for some reason, can't play a game and then Sam Darnold plays and he doesn't play well. That's not going to fly. That's not going to fly. That's not going to fly. And again, I mean, that's, yeah. I mean, all the Trey talk is going to pop back. It's honestly going to be even worse than it was before because then it's like you, you, you had so much faith in these two guys and then, uh, if they let you down, I mean, it's you thought people were happy to to jump on any sort of 49er negative news. I mean, that'll be that'll be people eating that up. What do you think of this, Chris? We we banged this around a little bit yesterday. You guys may have too. Michael Lombardi was on with Bill Simmons on the his podcast. They were talking about Brock, how well he has to play. Mm-hmm. And Bill Simmons, you maybe you saw this. Bill Simmons says, you know, he just has to be like a B minus point guard. He doesn't have to play well. And Lombardi said, yeah, yeah, that that's right. Uh, it just has to be kind of average. And I disagree with that. He Brock Purdy has to play really well. Now he's not going. He doesn't have to throw for right. you know five thousand yards this year and fifty touchdowns. But when he throws it, he's got to be accurate and he can't turn the ball over he's not going to put up big numbers but he has to be hyper efficient right i don't think brock purdy can go out there and like yeah he was okay i don't think you're gonna win a lot of games that way yeah i don't think maybe like maybe if in the sense of he doesn't ha- like he can be a b minus playmaker like if in terms of him creating something that's not already there then yeah he can be a b minus in that sense like Oh yeah, do something that shows us that you are actually, you know, not just a puppet for Kyle Shanahan, but you know, no, I mean, yeah, he he's if if the 49ers want to be one of the best teams in the NFL, they are going to need their offense to continue to be as explosive as what it was last season when they added Christian McCaffrey and Brock Purdy was was a part of the the team as well. Like that's the team that they need if they want to find success. I think the year. smartest thing we've heard anyone say about the 49ers in weeks was Rob Stats Guerrero today when he said the 49ers just want the games to start. Yes. So they can play the games yes. and not have to deal with all this anymore. Of course, if you start and Bosa's not there, then you're still dealing with right. it. Right. Absolutely. And if you start playing games and you start losing games, then you Don't might, say anything about Moody. You might start Don't wishing. Don't say anything. I'm not, about- I haven't even, I don't even, I've only brought him up once today. That's it. That's it. You talked. About I don't know Rob. if you saw or not, but they did. Rob mentioned it as well. They did sign a uh, a kicker today onto the practice squad. Little Moody Insurance. Uh, Is it just? Be- I'm sure it's just because he's hurt, right? It has right. nothing to do with the fact he's been shanking kicks left and right. right? Yeah. Oh well, totally. look at this new kicker. He's oh. not going to be here long. Yeah. Moody's going to send him packing soon. Yeah. Also, how badly do the Niners really need Nick? Uh, the numbers next. Whitey and Watkins on Sacktown Sports.
your desk, on your phone, in the car. Whitey and Watkins. On Sacktown Sports. Watching any baseball tonight? <laughs> Whitey? No. Bronky? No. No. Which of those do you prefer? Neither? Um, I guess... Bronchi, just because it has absolutely nothing to do with me at all. Wadi is just Bronchitis, like, well, I know that, but yeah. it's like you know, Wadi is just like that's just that's just taking my name and just yeah. crumpling it into a ball and throwing <laughs> it in the garbage. Like what? That's just like it's just short for like, hey Watkins, hey Wadi. I mean, if you don't like it, I won't. It's not. I mean, I, I definitely don't love. I like. I'm not like upset that you call me it. It's 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 fine. It's funny. It's the thing just is, like, it's not really short. It's. I would not. It takes just as long to say Waddy as it does to say Watkins. Watkins so there's right. really no reason. Yeah. Other than it's kind of like, hey, buddy. Hey, buddy, old pal. Yeah. 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 No, I'm not. Uh, like, I'm not. I'm, I'm. I will not tell anybody. Like, oh yeah, my name's Chris, but you can call me Waddy if you want. Like, I mean, See, if Boach. You... I think Boach used to do that. I think you'd be Waddy. Everybody was right. like, yeah, that's how he would do nicknames for people. Yeah. Oh yeah. Huh. He would say, uh, yeah. Um, Waddy's uh, our guy. Timmy. Timmy. And, yeah. and uh, I was trying to think. What do he, he called the? Uh, oh, he just called Madison uh, Bumgarner bum, didn't he? I think yeah. Bust, yeah, you'd yeah. definitely be Waddy. If yeah, Boach probably was your skipper. So you're watching the Giants pods tonight? No, yeah. I will nope. not be. No, I'm oh. sorry. I just right. I I can't. I got my own. I got softball tonight, and I'm. Just, oh, that's right. Just, yeah, I'm. Baseball's just didn't didn't capture me this year again. You know, it's did it just, come closer it's, with the pitch clock and everything? It. I mean, it, they're taking steps in the right direction. Otani's definitely helping, but like it's just it's the day to day stuff. I did see, yeah, Braves Dodgers. I'm a lot more likely to to tune into Braves Dodgers than uh, than Giants. Uh, well, than because Giants you're. Dodger fan and hey, in waiting, waiting potentially, potentially that we don't. I mean, you know, again, we, yeah, we talked about that last week. We don't. I don't know if uh, if Shohei's not pitching. I don't know if that's as intriguing. Keep for the Dodgers. my tea <laughs> out your mouth. It's a really good cut. I did a really great job imitating Will Smith. One thing we agree on, we we don't agree on everything today, but one thing I think we agree on is that Nick Bosa is vitally important to the 49ers. It's yes. easy to say, but. Do the numbers reflect how important he is? The Athletic had some numbers today that I think tell at least part of the tale. They don't explain why the 49ers still haven't gotten this done yet. But, for example, you remember this game. Now, Bosa wasn't the only defender out this game, so you can't say it was all Nick Bosa's absence. But you remember that Falcons game? Yes, I'm sorry, yes. 49ers uh, played one game without Bosa last year. They lost to Atlanta 28-14. to They have so many weird losses. Like they just, they just, it's not. I mean, they don't tank, but like they just don't show up to some of the most random games. Especially seems like earlier in the year. Yeah, that's that's the case. Bosa had a hamstring injury. The 49ers allowed to the Atlanta Falcons 168 rushing yards, the most they have allowed. uh, The most they allowed in 2022. Atlanta averaged 9.2 pass yards per attempt. Ooh. My goodness, and that's with Marcus Mariota too. That's not yeah. about Patrick Mahomes yeah. or Josh Allen back there. I mean, that's. I mean, and that's that's really pointing to again how important. And you know, Rob Rob uh, Stats Guerrero pointed it out earlier to us. Like the the importance of Nick Bosa is the fact that they can get the pressure on the quarterback because they have to drop as many people as possible into coverage because you know, yeah, they're they're corners and they're secondary. It's it's definitely. It's a, it's a weak question spot. mark. Yeah. yeah, relatively speaking, sure. Yeah, and and so they need that pass rush to to get home in order for for their defense to be one of the most elite in the NFL. And without 
Nick Bosa, they really are just like an average at best defensive line. Mm-hmm. Uh, 2020 Bosa tore his ACL week two, mm. missed the rest of the season. And um, the year before when they had Bosa, and, uh, you mentioned him yesterday. Remember D Ford? Yes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, 2019 was like, Wah! and then 2020 without those guys, it was like, eh, uh, not bad, but yeah. that's, that's really one of the foundations of this team. And the athletics suggest that Bosa's pass rush is worth, and there's different ways you can break this down, maybe a few points a game. And that's wow. in the NFL today. That's huge. Yeah, given how close the games tend to be. Right. It's yeah. It's it's very significant. I mean, yeah. He we we just are going to continue to harp on it, but like he he makes this 49ers team incredibly legitimate. And you know, even if if they do explore a trade for him, like there's no way you're going to get anything in return, whether it's picks or you know, I can't imagine it's going to be a player for for a couple players, but. There's no way you're going to get anything that's going to be remotely equally valuable to what Bosa gave you. I mean, let's not forget that Bosa, well, you know, the Niners haven't been bad in, in a really, you know, really, really bad in a really long time. And the one year they were when they had that top five pick, they used it to take Nick Bosa. And, and you know, that that really did elevate them and, and has since he's arrived. He's he's just a massive piece to this team at this point that I just I don't think that they can operate without. Like I don't think that you can have the same expectations as a team unless you want to start relying a lot more on their offense, and that puts a lot more pressure on Brock Purdy to to succeed if if their defense can't be relied on like it's been in the past. So they got to get him signed. It would seem have to have to get him signed. I mean, there's 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 no other option. Like again, like this guy is so important to your team. I don't. I just I I agree with Rob in saying that this shouldn't have even been negotiations. This should be Nick. What do you want? Whatever he says, you got it. I don't love it, but we really don't have any other option. Here you go. Like I, I don't. Nick, see- we got a budget. I yeah, don't like, care. I don't care. I I am the budget. There you okay? go. Yeah, yeah. What are you talking about? You guys don't have. You're not paying your quarterback, so you better spend that money somewhere else. And no better place to spend it than on me. That's that's what I would be saying if I'm Nick Bosa. It's it's like it's it, there's there's no to me and there's no leverage on the 49ers side, especially with how this offseason has gone. It's a good point. I don't know what their leverage would be. Would yeah. it be look, Nick, we we know you're worth this, but if you'll take this, then guess what? Then this year and next year we can be a better team, and then you're going to benefit. You, you want to win. We have a better chance to win. If you take a little less, not a lot less, take a little less here. Uh, we know you're worth more, but you take less here, then we win, and then down the road you probably end up getting more money. I mean, I, it's penny And then, and then if, I'm the, if I'm Nick Bosa's representative, I say, Jimmy Garoppolo <laughs> went to the Super Bowl because of my <laughs> client. Yeah, pretty much. That's a very good yeah, point. Yeah, I mean, like – they they there is no there is no success without Nick Bosa that's what i would reply just like there's there's nothing you can do like if you don't have bosa you don't have you yeah. don't have a chance. You just don't. Still don't have him. I thought by now. It's just I definitely I, thought by now. It'll be, be done by up. the time the season starts. I I mean at this point we're a week away. Yeah. Right? Like we're we're it's next Thursday that the season starts. Just like, about. Now what know? did you think of Stephen A saying Jimmy G you got to shut up and play football. Stop talking about the 49ers. Shut and up play and football. dribble. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I guess not exactly. But, uh, you know, uh, I I don't agree. I mean, Jimmy, Jimmy, like, 
he was wronged. Like he was definitely not. He treated. didn't even say anything. He like, didn't you know, exactly. Kind of That's the thing. Kind of weird over there, and you know they have a lot of those weird situations. Jimmy almost went out of his way to not say anything. Like he he was asked <laughs> a question which he I, wasn't going to say no comment. So he addressed it in a I think an incredibly professional manner. Was just like. I mean, you know, he enjoyed we, it a little bit. He, like, he had a smile on his you face. Know, you he know laughed. over there. He definitely laughed for sure. But like, it is like objectively, it's a funny situation. Like, it what happened to Jimmy Garoppolo in San Francisco was whatever word Kyle wants to use: unique, interesting, unusual. Just not weird. Don't go not there. Not weird. Definitely not weird. But like, it was. It's objectively something that was that was strange and. He had to say it. like he couldn't be disingenuous about it. He couldn't say, "Oh yeah, I I loved my time in San Francisco and I'm just happy to be here." Like he had to address it and you know, I again, he he's in totally in the right to say whatever he want, if not even say more than what he said because of how they treated him. Yeah, I mean, he could have been like, "Oh man, they they tried to get rid of me last <laughs> season and I came in and saved the day and they really don't know what they're doing." Obviously, you can tell by that. He could have just torched them. Yeah. Yes. Yes. He could spin his own I you mean, no word that actually fits that Kyle really wouldn't like, but honestly, <laughs> if you look at everything that's happened and last year where Jimmy's like practicing on you know, by himself, then he ends up playing, the word is bizarre. The 49ers quarterback situation the last 3 years has been Bizarre, not just yeah. weird, bizarre. Yes, it's it's been out there. It's been, uh, yeah. They, they've, they've navigated those bizarre waters um, as well as fairly well. Yeah. And here they are again. They could be fine, which is a tribute to everybody involved, but it's been nothing short of absolutely bizarre. Yeah, I mean, it definitely, you saying this is fine, definitely, it drew the picture of that meme with the dog and in, in, with the house on fire and he's just sitting at his coffee table this is fine. That's very much the 49ers this offseason is just like, no, like Nick will be signed. It's okay. Oh, no, we have three quarterbacks. Like, this is actually a positive. I don't know why people are trying to spin it as anything else. And, you know, meanwhile, everyone else is like, hey, look around you. Like, the house is on fire. And meanwhile, you guys are just continually insisting that, you know, I think rightfully so, like you pointed out, because you've had success in similar bizarre situations that you just think that it's going to continue to happen. And that once, once football games start getting played, all of this is just, it's just noise. And you know, what really matters is, you know, putting your hand in the dirt and playing football. Yeah. Honestly, I understand why Kyle doesn't want to go there, but it's not a matter of whether it's been weird or unusual. It's a matter of whether it's been bizarre or just weird. Yeah. And it's been all that. It's been Plus. all of it. It's been ever any word you wanna you wanna use, it 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 fits because I mean this is it, it's just I've never seen a team, especially a successful team, That's it. That's just navigate all of these these choppy waters. Kings hope to be as successful, more successful oh, yeah. than the 49ers have been Hopefully. of late. Sasha Vazenkov meets the media, meets Sacramento today. Is he really just what the Kings need next? Whitey Watkins, sack down sport. Very good. Sasha Zinkov introduced today. Let's hope that he's here a long time, Chris. Let's hope that he's here 15 years. Because you gotta you gotta be something to be at a place, contributing to a place 15 years, right? Yeah. To me, that's just a great, great number. That's that's that's, I mean, that's, I don't think that could happen, actually. Um, 
15 years, what he's, again, established, well-established. I'm terrible at math, but <laughs> twenty. he's 28 now, so 15 years would put him at 43. Well, look how long Is that Page, right, 43? Look how long no, okay. Page and Vlade were around. Can't do math. So I'm not saying he's going to play all that time. Okay. Oh, okay, yeah, you know? like maybe front office, yeah, move move into uh, to some sort of established role, yeah. I would love it. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I mean, that would be worthy. And this of is day one. A certificate how, how of wonderful. achievement. Don't you think if you were to be here 15 years? Yeah. 15 years. Yeah. 15 years is a, is a really, really long time. And I would hope that if you're somewhere for 15 years, you definitely deserve to like get at least a pat on the back or something. We have something here. A little oh peek man. Behind the scenes. This is uh what is that? It's a certificate of achievement of achievement. Hey, <laughs> Who is that awarded a, to? Awarded to Chris Verlod oh. oh. in recognition of 15 years, 15 years. of devoted service wow. to Bonneville International Corporation, our wow. parent company. You can't keep getting away with it. <laughs> Thank you for your dedication to helping Bonneville International fulfill its mission to be trusted voices of light and truth. Wow. Well. Yeah. Okay. And then there's uh, Tanya Vey, President Steve Cottingham. No one actually signed it, I noticed. Hmm, yeah. yeah. No, no, no handwritten. Sounds about right. No one wanted to sign it, but their names are on it. And so is your name. Congratulations. Chris Verlod. Chris Verlod. Wow. Thank you very much. I appreciate no, it. No, thank you. That was somebody gave that to us and said, yes. you might want to present this to Chris. Yes. We said no. And we have other yeah. things. They said, no, we really kind of need I, you to. I think <laughs> I know the reason why, because someone, I think it was Frankie just got one. And I said, oh, that's interesting. Frankie's been here five years and I've been here 15 years. Oh, <laughs> well, you know, closed mouth or, uh, yeah, closed mouths don't get fed. So, you know. Well, there you are. What do you Thank remember? you so much, Do you much, remember gentlemen. day one, Chris? Day one. I was working weekends with Jim Crandall. Really? Yeah, that was like my first job. Was How just... did I get a show? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's a good show. It was a great show. Jim Crandall's the best. He's still He's the best. Great. He's, He's such a good tremendous. guy. Yeah, yeah that's, that was my start. Wow. Yeah. A weekend, huh? Okay. Yeah, and you work with Dave, too, didn't you, when uh, Dave was- I, So that was, I've been here longer because I was an intern for Dave. Oh, okay. So they don't count your intern years? No. So Chris and I oh, were actually wow. co-workers before, right? Yes. Yeah. There's one really? funny story, Whitey. It was one day, because I had to, they used to have to have someone in the building 24-7. Really? Yeah. To like operate the board, just make sure. Just in case something goes wrong, there needs to be Uh someone here. So it was an easy job, like 12 to 5. You just come, just hopefully nothing blows up and you're good. 12 to 5 a.m.? Yes. Oh my gosh. And there was a one day, Whitey, it was Little Joe was your producer and, and Deuce was running the board for you. And I think Deuce called up and says, like, hey, my car has a flat tire. I'm going to be late. Joe should be there. I'm like, okay. And then it's like the start of the show, and I'm just standing there. <laughs> and Whitey, you looked up, and you're like, oh, where is everybody? And I said, I don't know. And I you're like, everybody. oh, okay. <laughs> I think like 20 minutes later, two showed up. But that was sure. that was the first time I worked specifically with you, Whitey. Yeah, oh, and it's gotten downhill since. But yeah. yeah, we just haven't been able to, yeah, get yeah. things. No, it's always a pleasure to work with a great So friend, one day there will be, like, Kyle just being here, and you're like, where's Chris? Right. He'll yeah. like, I don't know. Oh. <laughs> yeah, there's your certificate. That yeah. should be framed. And... Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it should. It sh- probably should have already sorry, been framed. It's just curious to me that no one has signed it. It's to me, definitely that's the a type strict. of thing that someone has to sign. Right, exactly. To say, I actually witnessed yes. this document. Right, and, to uh, make it like a document. Exactly, yeah. Uh, 
wow. This you is want a... us to uh, falsify their signatures? Yes, <laughs> I want you to do your best, best okay. signature okay. for them. Okay, we'll sign right. it for sure. Yeah. Congratulations, Chris. For I call the boss. So mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, congrats, mm-hmm. Chris. Can't wait. I, I'm actually approaching. I think I'm. Oh, jeez. I think I'm pushing on. Ten next year, actually. Loser. Jeez, man, I <laughs> That's know. That's cute. Ten. Yeah, That's cute. I know. I yeah, know. I remember my first decade. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it feels like yesterday, but uh, yeah, this this uh, this business has a way of just suckering time, us all in, man. Time does not stop. It does not. No. It and just, not it, when you're having fun. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, it's just, and especially with this business, it's just like day to day, man. Like you just, you don't, you just kind of come into work and. You don't ever really There's have time. There's a reason why like, a lot of people want to do it, though. A lot oh, of people yeah, want to do I it because it is fun. Yeah, don't get yeah. it mistaken. I'm not. I'm not complaining, but it's. Uh, you were almost complaining. I thought you were almost. Oh you were no, tiptoeing it's, around. It's not Wednesday yet, so uh, or I guess Wednesday just passed. So yes, I'm not trying to wet blanket anything. I'll bet not even you can put a wet blanket on the Sasha Vazenkov signing. If you no, try, I'm not even gonna try. I'm not even gonna try because Mr. it is. <laughs> that is great. Where is that man? We need that. Gotta get that guy. We got. We gotta have that guy on. Let me try, and you tell me why I'm wrong. Okay. Um, the Kings are not a good defensive team. Yeah. We know that. It's they were what were they were they were twenty something defensive rating. Second, I think, in defensive That's awful. rating. It's not great. It's yeah. definitely not great. They Worst need of an any upgrade defensively. Team. If you want to improve, it's got to start at that end. This guy is not gonna help you at all in that area. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's incredibly fair. Um, you know, I, I think if anything, like that'll be a, a reason why maybe he doesn't ever breach that starting lineup is because they do need to keep some form of defensive integrity. And you know, we haven't seen him, you know, at an NBA level, but it didn't. It definitely didn't seem like defense was one of his strong suits in Euroleague. And you if would imagine, a, yeah, 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 you're right. I mean, if in Euroleague you're not a great defender, right. you're not all of a sudden going to become a good defender. <laughs> exactly. At the NBA level, probably not. It usually doesn't happen like that. And if I could, you know, if again, if my you got my wheels churning now on the wet blanketness of it all, uh, you know, is there a such thing as too many shooters? Like too much shooting on the team? Like. Is is that? You know, I was going to be the devil's advocate, and now you're jumping. On I know. My- <laughs> well, you know, I'm just I'm I'm piling on. You know, it, you made it seem so I fun. I was like, ah, wait, that's my thing. I don't think there is. You know, yeah, if people are no, making shots. Absolutely. Yeah. And who are we talking with? I think it was when I was talking with Kyle Draper a few days ago. One of the things that people have wondered about Vazankov is uh, he may not be able to get off his shot as easily because the shot will be more closely contested in the NBA. But in this offense, and in most offenses right. in basketball if it's contested you shouldn't be shooting it anyway right for the most part yeah absolutely and well and you get a lot of open shots with how i mean with a, a an abundance of shooters ideally there's going to be a lot of open shooters as well like i, I don't think that the kings are going to struggle to find open shots and you know right. sasha has a very large basketball iq like you said i don't think he's going to be taking a lot of contested shots anyway it feels like going to be a lot of passing up good shots for great shots this season for Sacramento if I had to guess I mean I I do agree with you that there's probably not a such thing as as too many shooters but um, maybe it's just like a lack of of versatility in your lineups there's there's only too many shooters if you have one or two guys that just need the ball a lot Mm -hmm. and if they're not getting their touches and then they get out of the rhythm right but if everybody's making shots obviously it's like man it's It's great you got a lot of shooters on the floor yeah I'm also not sure and I'm not suggesting that he's Deficient in this area, I just don't know. Um, getting up and down the floor, sure. Mobility, yeah, yeah just overall mobility. Just uh, yeah, playing at pace and mm-hmm. being able to move the ball. And I know Frankie said he's he's noticed that uh, Vazenkov is an excellent passer in the half court, which yeah. is great. 
but I'm, that's an area I'm just I haven't seen enough of them to know. Absolutely, and that kind of plays into the defensive element of as well, where it's like, where where do you play? Can you place him somewhere defensively? Like, if he's going to have to be a power forward in this league, a lot more power forwards nowadays are playing on the perimeter. Does he have the foot speed to keep up with even some of the the slower power forwards in the league? Like, He'll be tested, I, that's, that's yeah. a that's just definitely think, yeah. He's going to be tested. Absolutely. I know you only play the Knicks twice, but just think, Julius Randall sees that. It's like right. hello, barbecue chicken. Yeah, that's what. At least that's what he's going to be thinking, whether or not he's right or not. Right, will, will to be seen. Like and they're going to go at him. Yeah. Yeah, he's going to have to find a niche defensively. Like I don't know how strong he is. Maybe he has a, a good you know frame to him. If if he can you know bully people around a little, that can definitely help make up for some of the the lack of speed. But yeah, I mean if if he's just a turnstile defensively, that that could definitely be uh, uh, that could be the wet blanket on on what we we expect to see from Sasha. I mean he he can really be a 30 minute per game guy I think at at some point for this team and I think he's somebody who could be in a lot of closing lineups for the Kings but if he can't 225 see that's that's great size if if he can't if he can't stay on the floor defensively though I mean it's it's just going to be tough to to try and shoehorn him into lineups when you have so many different options at big I mean like even Trey Lyles is somebody who it's like I, I, you know, just for mobility sake, or maybe you trust him more on defense. You don't get as as good of a shooter, but still a passable shooter. Like you might opt to go for him in in a high leverage situation. I also think part of the um, situation from the Kings standpoint is okay. Let's say Julius Randle. Yeah, that's a challenge for him. But at the other end, Julius Randle ain't guarding. No, him. he's not running around the perimeter. No way. Absolutely. And I mean, Sasha, Sasha's going to have the benefit of having multiple shooters around him, which should distract other guys and especially you know as he's still going to be a kind of secret around the league mm-hmm. for a month or two you would suspect that can't wait. You know, he's going to make people earn his respect i can't wait i know can't you got to get out there right yes. so i don't think gonna we're going to have chris during the crossover because he's got to get out to the press conference but the crossover with fp jr and jmars today yes, yes i believe that's correct thank yeah. you fp hey. yes that's coming yes. right up here uh white and watkins on sackdown sports Download the Sacktown Sports app and listen to Whitey and Watkins on your smartphone. Chris Watkins on his way to the Sasha Vizenkov press conference. Look who's here for the crossover. It's J-Mars and F. Hey. And your gentlemen. Some of us aren't slackers and do our entire shift, so we thought we'd help out here and pick up some oh, of his yeah. slack. Yeah, Gosh. you guys are, yeah. We're working hard today, Whitey. Working hard today. So you get the press conference, so you don't have to do anything during that. We don't get Obviously, the, you'll be the, listening. No, no, no. The press conference is interrupting us, okay? Uh-huh. Not, so we're being thoughtful to King's Nation and presenting it to them, but we're not happy about it. Sure. Then you have that. <laughs> And then you're done at, I don't know, 3 o'clock or something today? 4.30. 4.30. Wow. Because of, uh, yes. I really uh, feel like you're trying to make us out like we're lucky. I'm <laughs> just asking the question. Hey, I was just asked to do a task, and I showed up today. That's yeah. all. Yeah. Oh, boy. What do you guys have coming up today other than Sasha Vizanko? Well, it is Sasha Mania today, so I it think is. we're going to really break that down for a while. Plus, you know, the San Francisco Giants. They are back in the hunt uh-huh. after taking two or three from the Reds. So they are they look good with Kyle Harrison. Obviously, me and you discussed the Alex Cobb game the other day. But uh did somebody did somebody soil in Kyle Shanahan's Cheerios this morning or the other day? Was that yesterday? Yeah. Yesterday, the presser. He just seemed so snarky. 
He did not like those questions coming his way. Yeah, I think a guy named James Garoppolo might have said something yeah. that uh, pokes some nerves. So yeah. we're going to talk about that a little yeah, bit. You know that that's the last thing Kyle wants to talk about, and he had to. <laughs> and he tries, you know, the more he tries to downplay things, um, the more it becomes apparent that, wait, are you hiding something? Right. The more he has to talk about it, and the more irritated he gets. How excited is he going to be when it's week 12 and somehow, someway, Jimmy Garoppolo is still a topic of conversation <laughs> in pressers? Don't you think, FP, I know you've been, you were down there a long time in the Bay Area. That probably was the last he's ever going to discuss Jimmy Garoppolo. He may be asking, but Kyle ain't going there anymore. Yeah, I don't even think he'd want to. Even if the Raiders were playing the Niners this season or next, I think he's done. I think <laughs> it's the next question. We're yep. done. And I don't think it's a personal matter. I think he's just sick and tired of it because he was asked so many questions for so many years. I mean, we've talked about this a million times. Have you seen him when he was just the first 49ers head coach or his first year as a 49ers head coach? And now he's aged like a president because of these questions. So <laughs> yes, yes. I understand Also, it. it's all the Jimmy Garoppolo questions that did it to him. <laughs> it, was, it was the Jimmy questions. It was, there's was a lot of Jimmy questions. But yeah, I mean... I get it. I understand why I hit a nerve, but at the same time, you gotta you gotta be professional. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think if they made a movie about that, we talked about this on Factor Fantasy, a movie about the Trey trade and the fallout. Um, Ryan Reynolds has got to be Kyle Shanahan. Oh yeah, right? that's excellent. Good casting on your part. Mm-hmm. That's very good casting. He's very good at that snarky mm-hmm. character too. <laughs> yes. He would be perfect. Oh man, who I plays had- Jimmy? Uh, Jimmy. Who's handsome enough? I mean, I think it's one of those situations where he plays himself. Yeah, I could see that. He has the Hollywood looks. Can I throw in something for Shanahan? I'm He's gonna acted go... like a quarterback for the last five seasons. Oh, yeah. I'm going to go Jeremy Strong, Kendall Roy from Succession. He looks just like okay. Kendall Roy to me. You know, FP, I think you could try out for the part. Me? Yeah, I think you'd want to say Get obvious. some yeah. salt and pepper in the beard a little bit yeah. there, shorten we the hair. We need, need you to play Jimmy, though. That's me? true. Yeah. No, I'm not handsome enough. There's no <gasps> chance. Are you kidding me? Did you mention me in the same sentence as Jimmy Garoppolo? Yes, sir, absolutely. Uh, no. I would yeah. use that one all the time, by the way. You know, I get the Jimmy Garoppolo. No. Well, all the I will time. say, I was single at the time when Garoppolo just came into the city and he did a solid for us Italians. So we there were we go. were getting some extra looks because of Jimmy. They're like, ah, oh, close enough. Yeah, and for, for uh Jerry Jones had Tommy Lee Jones. Oh yeah. <laughs> just gonna age him. Yeah. I don't care. But right now, we're looking forward to the show today. That brings us to Storytime with Chris Verlaud. We interrupt this program for an important announcement. It's that time of the day where Chris Verlaud gives you the stories that you need to hear. Or maybe not. Congratulations on your 15 years. Wow. Thank you so much. Yeah. Couldn't have done it without a better also, crew. J. Mars brought his in. For those wondering, his, yeah, his mine was, was framed. framed. <laughs> is it signed? No. Oh, mine's signed. <laughs> yeah, that is true. Yours is signed. <laughs> I did miss out on the signing. Mine is signed and half signed. <laughs> hmm. We'll have to investigate. Where uh, are we going today, Chris? How about we start with Harrisburg, Pennsylvania? Ah, uh, I love Harrisburg. This is courtesy of NBC Philadelphia. The five-day work week has been around for all of our lives, correct? Sure. But that could change if Pennsylvania State Representative Ronnie Green gets her bill passed. Representative Green proposed legislation that would reduce the work week for businesses with more than 500 employees from 40 hours per week to 32 hours per week without a reduction in pay for workers. I feel like there's a but, though. No but. Representative (laughs) Green wrote... Most workers continue to work a standard 40-hour work week, but society today looks and operates differently than it once did in 1938 when the 40-hour work week was established. 
Now, this comes after a four-day workweek trial program that took place in the UK last year, where 92% of companies that took part in the program opted to continue the four-day workweek. So this is something that works, and hopefully it will be coming here soon. I feel like this story time was saved specifically for today, and I can't put my finger on why. <laughs> really? <laughs> my mom used to work. She worked a 40-hour week, but only four days. So she worked four 10-hour days Ooh, for a while. Was she a nurse? Uh, she worked at a hospital. She's a lab tech. Okay. And she said, you know, it was great, but then that that first day off, you're just recovering. Mm-hmm. It's just mm-hmm. you need one day. Just well, that's to... why I think most nurses like work like three twelves or something because they need legit four days off mm-hmm. given everything that they do. Yeah. Oof. But yeah, no, a standard four day work week without a reduction in pay. And did you mention the story? Like they found that is actually like way more efficient. You oh yeah. Way w- more out of work your- measures though. Uh, people are more productive, and then people are also happy, happier to work there. They don't feel stressed out all the time. So that was big. They said that there's a better like work life like balance, uh, balance, uh-huh. and they said that's the biggest, biggest help with it. Wow, huh. makes right. a lot of sense. Let's think about it. Fridays, like everyone's what doing fantasy football drafts right now at their work <laughs> while they're listening to us. No, like people, are you really working on a Friday as hard as possibly can? Yes. <laughs> All right, football guy. <laughs> football guy mentality. You notice we're doing our half show today and not Friday, right? We're working hard tomorrow. We're doing four That's hours tomorrow. That's true. We have a reverse weekend almost. It's yep. weird. Have you had your fantasy drafts yet? Yeah. Not yet. Well, that's right. You have because I told you about somebody that Perryman. had already been cut yeah, from your well. team. Yeah. Wait, who was it? Perryman. Oh. No big deal. NBD. <laughs> When is yours, FP? I don't know. I got to figure this out still. I'm still trying to coordinate. Do you guys have friends that just don't ever get I stuff done? I don't have done? friends. Yes. So. <laughs> What's a friend? Well, I think they're uh, people that you like sometimes, so you keep uh-huh. on talking to them. Yeah. And then uh, eventually they show up to like weddings and like your kid's birth, and you just don't know why they're there anymore. Yeah. So I think that's what friends are. How competitive do the the baseball players, the major leaguers, their fantasy football leagues get? Oh, pretty competitive. I, I mean, Jock Peterson, we know about that yeah. story. I mean, Jock Fam. Yeah, Tommy Fam. And then Jock well, Peterson, I think. Think made Dave, Dave Fleming do that thing. Oh, that oh, the Bat okay. Boy. Yeah, do the Bat Boy thing, or somebody did that was also, in the fantasy league because he lost the bet, or like, he he was the last place uh, finisher. If you're Dave Fleming, like that's not a punishment. That's really cool. I mean, I agree. It, <laughs> yeah, it is pretty sweet. Not gonna lie. <laughs> like I would probably try to tank that fantasy league if I played in it. Mm-hmm. That was, uh, and he seemed to enjoy it. Got a little winded though. Hey, it happens, man. It's hard work. Yeah. All right, guys. Uh, looking three. forward to it. Uh, Whiting Watkins back with you tomorrow. We got J Mars and FP Jr. next right here on Sackdown Sports.